Welcome to the Fit for Life podcast, the show where we learn a bit more about being happy in the body we have, taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life. Episode 56, Technique and Movement. This episode is intended to be a spiritual successor to last week's episode on why we move. So if you haven't listened to that, you can pause this episode and go listen. Or not. Either way, I'll be here, waiting. So if we consider why we move, the act of improving our mobility or the ability to use our body while under stress and weight, the ability to keep up with our lives or kids or dogs, not that I'm saying dogs are equal to kids, I'm just saying both can take a lot of work and it can be rough. Now, I want to talk about the how, because for those of us who train at home in our garages or basements and don't have a workout partner, how do you properly improve your technique when you're the one performing the move. And this is my situation. I do all my lifting alone in the garage. I have no coach or trainer, so I've had to come up with some semi-clever ways to check myself before I wreck myself. And I'll focus primarily on squat for my example, but what I'm about to suggest will typically work for more movements than just the squat or weightlifting. And a quick disclaimer, a trained coach who has experience in your particular training modality would be huge in making progress, especially when learning a new movement pattern. But okay, say you're working to improve your back squat. You're alone and it's Friday night. How do you know whether you're making progress? Being able to lift more weight is a good indicator that improvements are being made, but that doesn't necessarily mean your form and technique are improving. When I was working on my back squat, I struggled with my form, but couldn't tell you why. The first way to check myself is by listening to my body, and maybe that's obvious, but your body will give you feedback. For me, my low back would be on fire after each squat day. This told me something was wrong, but I wasn't sure what that something was, so my body tells me I'm making an error, but how do I figure it out from here? Ideally, a mirror would be useful here. It's instant, visible feedback. Leaning too far forward, you can see it. Knee caving in, boom, you caught it because it's happening right in front of you. Inconsistent depth with your squat or not setting up your stance the same every time, it's all right there, right in front of you for your feedback pleasure. And I can hear it now, but James, I don't have a mirror. Well, me either. All the gym equipment I've added to the garage and a mirror isn't one of them. But since you and I are both missing a mirror, the next option is using your phone. I have a little tripod but you can just lean your phone against something and take video with that. If your camera can't take video, um, I'm not sure how to help you with that. Now, if you're working out in a commercial gym, there is some stigma around using a camera, and this is likely due to people posting videos on Instagram. Maybe some concerns of privacy, which are totally valid. So if you're in a commercial gym or training around others, be respectful. Try not to capture others in your footage. I feel recording your sets is a great way to review your lifts and make adjustments, but not everyone feels the same way. For positioning your camera, there's a few angles that work best to capture what you need help with. Directly from the front, back, or side are the best. It's not the most visually exciting, but we're trying to improve our squat, not make art. Sometimes the situation may not let you get the best angle, but do your best. So now you have some footage of your squats saved in your phone. You've reviewed it. You've made some adjustments. Now what? Share it. Okay, maybe not just share it on the internet. That's a whole other animal. I've been pretty lucky to have several friends in the fitness industry, fitness adjacent, or are just very knowledgeable. I'll share a video that has a particular issue that I want to work on, or even a really good rep that maybe they'll catch something I missed. And this has helped me improve my squat much faster than figuring it out on my own. I moved from a high bar squat to a low bar position adjusted the width of my stance, corrected a knee issue I didn't even notice I had, and ultimately this all added up to 
no more back strain when I'm doing back squats. Now, I do post and share videos on Instagram, my personal Instagram that is. This does open the door to critique from people who may not be qualified to give feedback, but there could be some good nuggets or wisdom out there from strangers. I've had that come in, it's been amazing. So I do always prefer to have the potential of getting good information and good feedback as opposed to worrying about occasionally getting bad feedback. The weightlifting community is pretty welcoming and works hard to support and lift each other up. So when you're ready, jump into one. Facebook has a couple really good communities to check out. Did I miss anything? Have any idea to better review and improve technique? If you're looking for a good resource to break down different techniques on different lifts, Jeff Nippard has an awesome technique series on YouTube that I'll link in the show notes. And if you have some video you'd like me to review, I'm happy to do that. My DMs are open. Thank you for taking the time to spend some of your day with me. Questions, comments, or anything you'd like to share, feel free to send me an email to livefit at fitforlifepodcast.com. Who knows, maybe your question will end up in a future cast. But that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life.